today on our podcast, we have an awesome guest. Her name is Karen the Carrot. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to talk to you a little bit today about, you know, your your roller skating experience and some of the products that you skate on. Uh, first, can you tell everyone how you started roller skating? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, when I was young, my dad would actually take us to like ice skating rinks and roller rinks. So like, I kind of had like the idea of it. And then I had like those cheapy Barbie skates that you can like, um, change the wheels, like to make them inlines or just like roller skates. But it wasn't until I was in high school and I had this friend that did roller derby and she was so tall and like such a badass. And I really wanted to like get some skates. And then I saw that she was hanging out with this other girl that had um, the Moxie leopard skates. And I had never seen like a skate look so cool like that. And I was like, that's it. I need to get some. But before I had some Chicago skates that I got on Amazon for like 35 bucks and they sucked. And I just like didn't really use them until my friend Shannon, she was like, oh, I think you just need just some new wheels. And then she gave me new wheels. And then I just started skating. And then eventually I just saved up and I got those Moxie, um, the jungle skates. And that's when I was um, turning vegan. So I was like, hmm, should I get like some leather skates or some vegan skates? But the leather skates were like 400 bucks. And I was like, ah, let's just start with the vegan ones, you know, make me feel better. And then um, I decided to do the 365 challenge, which got me like a lot of Instagram followers. And it basically just like, it was cool because a lot of people were supporting me and a lot of people that like followed me were excited that I was like learning something new. And then that inspired more people to like get into skating. And then, yeah. So the 365 challenge, for those who don't know, can you tell me what that is? Oh yeah, it's basically, well, it was started by the Moxie's Instagram and they were doing a giveaway at the end of the year and they basically you just have to skate every day for a whole year and either like take a picture or a video and post it um online and it's like every day so it's like it's not the easiest thing especially like if you have like family or like school or work or anything really just like life so it's like really challenging to like live your life and then be like oh shit I gotta like skate and post something and stuff but it's just like really fun and what I really liked about it was because like I didn't have any skate friends when I started it so I started tagging the locations that I was skating at and then people would find those locations and be like hey like I live here too like do you want to go skate and I literally couldn't say no because I like had to skate every day so I was like yeah sure let's go and yeah it's just like skating every day and like you know some days are like super cool and you have like a lot of footage, you can edit it, you put like your favorite song, and some days just put them on and like skate in your kitchen and call it a day. But yeah, I think it's really fun, and if anyone is starting to skate and they want to make more friends and like see more places, like I definitely recommend it or trying it because even like, like once you're done, you're like, oh my God, I did it. I skated every day for a year, like that's me, and it just feels really good. I would definitely recommend. Yeah, I think it's a really... It's, it's a challenging challenge. I've seen it a lot is. of people start it. I've seen a lot of people end it. Yeah, that was uh, the first year was in, I think, 2017 or 16 even. It's been going on for a few years mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I definitely see people improving when they're skating every single day. And that was the purpose of that challenge. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people get like 
100,000 followers, like, just for posting it. And, like, well, obviously, you have to make interesting content. Like, don't get mad if no one's following you and all you're posting is your feet, girl. Like, come on. Let's <laughs> put more effort into it. Right? Yeah, you have to you have to be visually pleasing yeah. and interesting. And you also have to enjoy it. Because if you're not enjoying it, like, the people won't enjoy it. Like, I think that's, like, a energy transfer that people can, like, see. Like, oh, like, this girl's just doing it, like. I don't know, to prove, I don't know, like, everyone has their reasons, but enjoy it, I would say, try to. So, is this kind of how you started becoming uh, the skater you are today, where you are putting out blogs and vlogs, and you're kind of like a skate influencer? Did that all start from the 365 challenge? Yeah, that's how it started. Nice, okay. And, like, you know, like, using tags, I mean, I feel like Instagram is a lot different now. Like, there's more competition. And then some people say, like, tags don't work. And now everything's moving to, like, video platform only and stuff like that. But, yes, it's definitely how I got started. Because after that, I was like, you know what? My life is pretty interesting. So that's when I decided to make, like, the YouTube channel. And I always wanted my YouTube channel to just be, like, me. Because, like, I love watching YouTubers and, you know, like, their life stuff. But it's mostly, like, roller skating content now. And, um... I'm okay with that. I think it's cool because there's not a lot of like roller skating accounts on YouTube. There's like a handful. And I was like, well, this is my experience. Like I mostly want to show how skating affects my life, like in a good way and all the cool things that you can do skating. Cause I love mixing like things I already know with skating, just like other skaters do. Like, like those skaters that do backflips, backflips and stuff like on skate parks, like they had gymnastics training and stuff. And like, I like to play tennis on roller skates because I used to play tennis and it's just like cool to see how like everyone um, like mixes their talents with skating and yeah that's basically like how I got started and the YouTube YouTube school you were one of the first roller skate YouTubers right yeah yeah I'd say and that was before the pandemic before the pandemic so there's only a couple people mm-hmm. doing roller skate content on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and you, you definitely appeal to a certain demographic. You're, you got blue hair, crazy mm-hmm. makeup, mm-hmm. a little bit gothic, like really spunky and wild and take like, uh, not take no, no crap, but I feel like you don't care what other people think. And that is awesome. Yes. I feel like you definitely need to not care what people think when you're actively like putting yourself out there because so many people want to give out their opinion and stuff and it's up to you to like let that opinion get to you or not and life's more fun when you don't give a damn that's right (laughs) yeah also I didn't see any like Latina roller skaters on YouTube and stuff and that's something that I was like okay like I can feel this gap and for a while I was doing a lot of like Spanish stuff too like I would do like the same video twice, like in English and Spanish, because I needed. I've been lagging on that TBH, but I need to get back on that because I know that a lot of people like appreciate it, and even like people in Spain and stuff. You know, like they tell me that they like my Spanish videos too, and it's just cool because I can really like connect with other people and people that are like me. Right, and even in like South America, Central America. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Soy Luna down there blowing yeah. up, and so I have a lot of badass skaters over there. It's crazy. Yep. Yep, I think that's really awesome. And how do you think your content has changed since the pandemic? Because, I mean, before the pandemic, there was just, you know, 
a sm- it was a small community, yeah. right? And then now it's changed. It's so crazy because, like, I don't even remember last year, but, like, so much has changed. Like, I keep thinking, like, oh, last year, but it's like, no, that was a whole... I think definitely my content has become more me-focused because when the pandemic started, like, it was really scary. Like, when it first started, it was really scary, and I didn't want to go out at all. So I was doing a lot of, like, indoor stuff and not really, like, meeting up with my friends and doing skate vlogs like I was doing. So I've just been really, like, focusing on me because... When I first started it, I was like, okay, this is my channel and stuff. But then it became really focused on, like, my friends and stuff, like, hanging out with them and vlogging with them. But, you know, like, stuff happened and it changes. And I'm like, oh, I just got to take care of myself. So that's what I've been doing. And it's it's cool because I feel like I've gained a lot more confidence in myself and, like, how I look and how I choose to present myself to the world. So, yeah, that's how it's changed. Do you see yourself continuing to skate for a long time is it your passion it's one of my passions for sure I I think yes I do see myself skating for a long time but I don't see myself like only doing skating like I feel like I'm talented in like a lot of things like I feel like I'm very artistic and I also really like learning new things like, when I first started skating, like, I didn't know anything. And it was, like, so excited to be, like, oh, my God, like, I just did that. And I remember it took me, like, three months to learn how to, like, 180. And then once I did, I was, like, hell, yeah, I love it. But, yeah, I do see myself skating for a long time. Because I think people know me for that. And, you know, like, I can only get better. And when I when the pandemic started, I stopped skate park skating because I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going out there with those dirty skater kids. And like, you know, <laughs> it was just like a lot. But yeah, I do see myself like skating still. I think it's cool. I think it's like so fun. And um, I was telling my friend this, but like when I was younger, I hated dancing like at parties. And, you know, like us Mexicans, like there's always parties and everyone's trying to dance. And I hated dancing because I hated like people looking at me and I would hear what my aunts would say about people dancing and I'm like "Uh uh-uh like you guys are not gonna catch me slipping like that (laughs) but once I started skating and like dancing on my skates I was like oh my god this is so cool and it's like so fun and liberating and like not everyone can do this so like there's no way you guys can like talk bad about it and I found that like really liberating and I um now I do a lot of like my skate edits to like Mexican music or Spanish music and I feel like my audience really likes that and I it's like a way for me to like connect more with like my culture and their music and stuff like that. So I really like that. Yeah, and you don't see that very often. There's not a lot of people like you yeah, out there. Not, yeah. Putting so, themselves out there. You guys know the OG right here. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you see yourself doing in five years, Karen? Oh my God, is this an interview? <laughs> it, I mean, I'm just, I'm honestly curious because I'm curious too, I've seen so. you develop over the last few years and I like to think about the future and where mm-hmm. we're all going to be. Um, yeah. It's kind of uncertain, but it's fun to dream. Yeah. Well, I definitely see myself, like, expanding my brand and stuff. Like, um, I want to do more, like, internet stuff. Like, I want to get – I want to be more to YouTube, but, like, um, more lifestyle stuff. Like, I still want to, like, do vlogs and stuff. I want um, – I want to do cooking videos because a lot of people don't know this, but like I went to college for like cooking and 
baking and pastry. And it wasn't until like I went vegan that I was like, oh my God, I can't eat like a lot of these things. But like cooking has always been like a big passion of mine. So I do want to see myself like doing more of those videos, you know, like traveling. I want to travel so bad and like do workshops and stuff like that, like meet my fans from like all over the world and stuff. I would love to do that. And, you know, like with my art and stuff, because I'm I'm very artistic. Um, so I do see myself like expanding my brand and stuff like that, you know, just like creating. Like, I don't think I'll ever stop creating. And yeah, I just want to like be the best YouTuber I could be. I feel like I've been going strong for like two years, you know, sometimes some, some weeks I miss, you know, but it's life. Yeah. Tell me about your brand. It's, you have a lot of like stickers and merchandise. Yeah. So, um, my dad got me like an embroidery machine and it's like a big industrial one and I knew nothing about that. So like learning to, um, like create something on my iPad and then transfer it to my computer to like transfer that into stitches and then transfer it to the machine. Like it was a huge learning curve, but it's like so fun because I've always wanted to make things that I could wear, like put my art on things that I could wear and like do it myself, you know, like DIY forever. Because like there's one thing like to make something and then ship it out to like a company and then get it back. But like if you do it all, like it's like so much more rewarding. And I have a lot of like old clothes that I don't really wear anymore. But I've been putting new designs on them and, like, trying to, like, sell them again. So I just, I, I really like seeing something bland and, like, being like, oh, this could use some of this, like, some spunk. Like, let me just draw this out real quick. And then, boom, you know, like, I create it. Like, I love that. I I want to get a, a tattoo gun and, like, try making, oh, like, some, some tattoo. Dude, it's only 100 bucks, like, on Amazon. Yeah, a party? Like, a tattoo party? Yeah, and they sell, like, the the, like, flesh, like, fake flesh that you can, like, try on and... I don't know, I just love creating, and I love figuring things out, like, problem solving, I guess, but, like, in an artistic way. Yeah, you're a creator. Yeah. You're so. you're a maker and an artist. Yeah, and, and I, have, I have a lot of, like, big ideas on, like, designs and stuff that I want to make. Like, I would like to have, like, just, like, my clothing brand, you know, like, that be, like, part of it, and then the skater, and then the vegan food maker, and, like, sister, and dog mom, and all this stuff. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, you're really multifaceted. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I honestly didn't know that you went to school for cooking. I did. Baking pastry. Call me pastry chef. I mean, I didn't get a degree, but I got my pastry chef certificate. Yeah. You yeah. know how to do it. I have a sweet tooth. That's why I'm like, oh, I'm craving something sweet. Let me cook it up <laughs> real quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. But back, back to the tattoo gun. Mm -hmm. um, uh, for those listening out there, I was just kidding about the tattoo party. <laughs> I don't want to get a bunch Fun of hate letters. mail from the tattoo artists. <laughs> Bring your own needles. <laughs> Bring your own needles. Yeah, we don't have a sterilizer here. <laughs> it's like COVID's over. We can go back to being dirty. Nah, no, just no, guys, no. Take your tattoos safe. You know, skin is a very precious organ, the largest organ, right? Yep. But yeah, I do want to get one. I, I'm obviously I'm gonna practice a lot, but like to like get a freaking gun and draw like a little flower on my leg and it's there forever. Like I want to hold that power. Yeah, I want a new tattoo. I think I've just been like craving any tattoos. I was like, let me do it myself. Have you it. been trained at all by a pro? No, nah. not at all. 
DIY forever. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to look on YouTube, though, for sure. You have tattoos? I have this. The rooster on roller the skates. The rooster on roller skates. He is. He has a mohawk, and he has a chain, and his boots are Doc Martens skate boots. So he's a punk cock. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I have this one, and then I have this one. Oh, that's pretty. That's like a chandelier yeah. under your breasts, like on your belly. Yeah. And then I have like a pumpkin on my side. So just three. Not too crazy. How many do you have? Have you counted oh, them? Oh, my goodness. I haven't counted them in a long time. There was one point where I had the same amount of tattoos as I was <laughs> like years old. Mm-hmm. I think that was at 27. Oh, cool. But I think I've only gotten like one in the last eight years that it just hurts so much it does hurt it does hurt and you know what I use numbing cream for my sternum one and it wears off but it it works like in the beginning that's what I need I'm literally sweating cursing Mm -hmm. at the artist Mm -hmm. I'm like saying I'm never coming back and then when it's done I'm like thank you I love you so much (laughs) it's beautiful no yeah I think I think it really does help I I think you do have to like tell your tattoo artist because I've heard that it makes your skin a little like rubbery or something, but it does fade as like they're working into. So it's not just like jab, like right away. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cream changes your skin a little. Supposedly. I don't know. The first time I didn't even tell my artist and it, it came out fine. Actually, when I got this one done, the, the rooster tattoo, it was all bad. It was a bad experience um, on my part though, because... I had made the appointment and then I got sick way pre-pandemic and then I got sick and I was like, oh, I should be fine. So I wasn't um, smoking the J or anything like that. And then you were a total bitch, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, what happened is like my tattoo art is like because I went with my friend and he had these like gummies, like these like edibles. Right. And then he was like, oh, like I usually take three or four. And I was all like, well, I'll take two then bad idea because it like hit me when I was just there and then I would feel like I couldn't feel the needle and then I would really feel the needle and then after that um, after the tattoo was done it was cool and I went to Chipotle because I was starving and then I get really carsick if I'm not driving so my friend was driving me home and I got super dizzy and I was like pull over I need to throw up pull over and my friend was like we were on a main street and I was like I'm opening the door and just opened the door and I started throwing up and it was like all bad. So don't take edibles while you're doing your tattoo. Don't do drugs, kids. Make sure (laughs) you don't do drugs. No. I mean, if you're older than 21 in California, it's legal. But yeah, like just take better care of yourself. Like eat. Don't take that for granted. Stay hydrated and... Take and roller easy. roller skate and roller skate forever and get tattoos of roller skates because you know what this is we're living we're living in the roller skate age our roller skate age and it is it's popping what a trip get some at pigeonskates.com oh dang throw it in there code carrot <laughs> for this episode carrot with a k <laughs> so speaking of code carrot with a k are right. you a full-time roller skater right now are you Yes. Working only as a roller skater. I am a full-time content creator. Nice. Yes. That's exciting. It's really cool. Honestly, I never would have thought. I like I always 
I always pictured myself being like a freelancer and stuff because like I hate bosses and stuff like that. I mean, we all have bosses, but you know, like ones that are like down your neck all the time. So I remember I told my dad, I was like, I want to be a freelancer. So I've just been creating and like staying afloat and saving up, you know, like I got dreams. I want to travel, like I'm getting my own place soon. Like who would have thought that just by like posting and stuff you know like you can make a living like no one would have thought that and it's it's not that common I guess for us because we're like in the scene but it's not that common like my parents are always like sus like what do you mean like when are you gonna get a real job and I was like I have a real job you know it's just like I think I also think it's kind of like um like those uber eats and like drivers like you get to work whenever you want you know and like but you're still working you know whether that be like like, I'm a night owl. I feel like I get super creative at night, and I have ADHD, so I, there's less distractions. So if I go on Instagram or something, like, no one's posting, and I'm like, all right, back to work. But, you know, like, it's cool because that's, like, the freedom that, like, I choose, and I'm still creating and stuff, you know, but yes. Yeah, it seems like roller skaters are kind of naturally more free-spirited. Mm-hmm. So having a a strict job, strict schedule, it doesn't seem like – the most ideal yeah so it's pretty cool that you can have that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. seems like a lot of the roller skaters who are making a living off of roller skating really value that that yeah. they can be their own boss that they have the freedom and they look so happy like they're popping and I recently got to work with um one of like my favorite makeup brands because before before roller skating YouTube I was all up on beauty community like youtube like beauty like makeup tutorials and all this stuff so i love makeup like i feel like i've been popping with my looks lately i just like love eyeliner and art and stuff and um i got to work with urban decay nice and it was so cool because like i always like being in um like high school and watching all these like beauty influencers be like oh i got this pr package from this brand or i got this from this brand and i was always like oh my god i want to get makeup like that and like the fact that roller skating has helped me do that is crazy. And also, like, another thing that I'm really glad that roller skate brought me was, like, the chance to meet Dita Von Teese. That was amazing. I love Dita Von Teese. When I love, did you meet her? Um, it was at Marawa's uh, when she did her rose gold launch with Impala. Nice. She had, yeah. she had a... Um, like a thing at Moonlight Rollerway. And she was there. Wow. I didn't get to see her skating because I heard that she was like skating for a bit. But she was there and I was tripping out because like I've always been into like pinups and burlesque and stuff like that. And yeah, I have a picture with her. So it was cool. Like who would have thought? I love it. I'm so grateful for roller skating. Like yeah. dead ass. I owe it my life. Yeah, no, I, I got to agree with you. It's the best thing ever. It's yeah. the best thing that happened to me. I don't know about everyone else, but... That's true. You were a teacher, huh? Yeah, I was a middle school science teacher mm-hmm. in southeast LA and uh, skating roller derby at night, but the skate world called so hard. It called me so hard, you know, mm-hmm. and Esther asked me to buy her shop and my derby league was blowing up. I was asked to coach around the world and yeah, making that decision that a lot of people are making right now. I had to make that decision... Um, in 2013 to switch from being in a career with stability Mm -hmm. into doing something where I'm making my own way in this small community that I'm very passionate about, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's worked. 
Yeah, it literally like picked you and was like, you need to manage us now. And you're like, <laughs> okay. It's like, all right, <laughs> if I must. But it's it's been great. And it's something that I think is going to happen more and more that roller skaters and people in general are going to be like, I am tired of working for a corporation. Mm-hmm. I want to do something for myself. I can budget, especially with the more freedom I'm going to get mm-hmm. and just change your life, you know? Yeah. And I feel like as you get older, like, there's different things that matter more. Like, I feel like now, like, my peace matters more than, like, you know, like, putting up with, like, fucked up boss or whatever. And, like, like waking up and dreading, like, going to work. Like, I remember, like, especially, like, if you're a baker, you got to wake up early. You know, like, I was also working at Whole Foods. I had to wake up, like, at 3 in the morning to Mm-mm. open, like, the bakery and stuff. And, like, I was Mm-mm. busting my ass, and they still weren't content, you know? And it's like, well, I'm trying my best, and they didn't like it. And it's just like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, if I can survive, like, I'm going to survive, you know? And I'm just – I feel like the most important thing is to stay focused on yourself because it's so easy to – compare yourself to other skaters and I feel like that's I feel like it's really common like now that so many like pandemic roller skaters are blowing up and stuff like that like people compare themselves and they get like sad or mad or anything like that but everyone is different you don't know any everyone's background you know like the best roller skaters like the jam skaters I've seen they're like trained dancers like they've been dancing their whole life that's why they look so freaking bomb and smooth and effortless um, but you know, like that's theirs and you're on your own journey and just don't compare yourself, you know, cause like everyone's body is different and stuff, but that, like, I have struggled with that. I feel like a lot of skaters have struggled with that too. Like, oh, like shit, sorry. <laughs> they're like progressing more than me or like they're doing this better than me. And it's like, nah, dude, like just stay in your own lane. Like you got this and you don't know how much they practice. Have you been practicing 20 hours a week? I don't think so. So keep at it and you'll get there. I've been skating less during the pandemic than since mm-hmm. I started roller skating for the first time. Yeah. So um, I definitely get it. It's been a bit of a shift where a lot of the people who were skating before the pandemic skated less during, and then there were a lot of new skaters who were skating eight hours a day mm-hmm. and got really good really fast. Yeah. But something that um, was brought up uh, with someone we interviewed, Sabay, um, he mentioned that the amount of resources for these newer skaters, there are just just exponential amount of resources for them now as they're learning than there was for people That's prior true. to the pandemic. So, um, but it's really exciting, you know. It's it's exciting to see people who put skates on in November, and now they're so good that they're getting sponsored. Mm-hmm. That gets me amped up, you yeah. know. Like mm-hmm. the amount. Um, of progression that this community is is going through Mm -hmm. it's good yeah and like the crowds like there's like skaters everywhere now like it's cool I love it I love to see people like with wheels on their feet especially like women like I love that this has become like a women like majority of like women are getting like roller skates and stuff and it's like because I always say this, like, I always see, like, a bunch of little kids on their skateboards and just, like, roaming the streets and stuff, like, little boys and stuff, and what, like, girls aren't allowed to go out because it's dangerous and stuff, but nah, and I feel like 
with roller skates, I feel way more safer. Because if there's some creep, like, creeping on me, then I can just skate the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, wear your knee pads because sometimes you might fall. You know, the streets are crazy. <laughs> but one time I got, like, followed by a car. Yeah, it was at night and I was on skates and it was just scary. But, like, thankfully, like, I skated away and I, like, hid behind a car. But, you know, I feel like it's very empowering, especially for women. And that's great, you know, like we're not treated that great in society so you know give us this yep and let's support each other because let's support each other this is something so magical that we all have Mm -hmm. and um and there's no reason to to knock anyone right like this is this is something that's so magical and we want to continue to um, amplify this community so that it lasts for for decades and we don't fall into like a a slump that we've seen in the past with roller skating where it kind of goes away for a while in the the streets, you know, like, and on TV Mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. Well, skateboarding is now an Olympic sport. That's right. That's cool. So, so so we're next. Everyone. Okay. Everyone out there. (laughs) We are next. 20 years. Okay. That's not next, but in 20 years, I'm calling it, Mm -hmm. y'all, I'm calling it that, um, it will be our turn in the Olympics. Maybe not. Well, regardless, um, I'm pretty stoked on everything that's happening with roller skating. Mm-hmm. And I love watching you grow as a, a what are you, influencer content creator, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah, content creator. Yeah. All kinds of content. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank, thank you. you so much for spending some time with us yeah, and, fun. and chatting. No, I love it. Here at the Pigeon Warehouse. Yep, headquarters. Headquarters, <laughs> HQ. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Anyways, follow me on Instagram and on YouTube at Karen the Carrot with K's. And check out the content. You know you want to. 